Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Wow, that's more like it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. Today, I'm here with my friend Mia. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about my all-time favorite Disney Channel original movie. I don't know about Mia. Oh, same here. High School Musical. Yay. <laughs> um, so basically, a while back, me and Mia previously had recorded this episode. Um, yeah. But for some reason, the auto audio file decided to be corrupt. And it just did not work out. So now we're here again. We're finally redoing it. And I'm so excited because this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I just talked about it in my top three DCOMs episode that came out today, actually, the day that we're recording this. So three days before you're hearing this. And yeah. So um, Mia, do you want to give us a fun fact about yourself? Sure. Um, well, obviously, High School Musical is my favorite DCOM, but my favorite movie of all time is Fair Force Day Off, and I play tennis in addition to theater stuff. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, fun fact about myself, I guess. Um, let's see. I, um, I'm currently doing online schooling because of the recent events and they just added a lunch break today. So they're like, oh, we should give you time for lunch. So now I have lunch. That's my fun fact. It's very random, but. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. Considered Yeah. All right. I guess we'll kind of get into it. I rewatched this this morning. I totally forgot to take notes along with it. Um, so That's it's okay. usually I take notes, but today we're just going to kind of go off my memory here and just kind of have some fun stuff, I guess, and just kind of hope it goes well. Hopefully it's not too boring for you guys. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so I usually start, um, with like an overview of like the movie and stuff. Is that okay with you? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, so. High School Musical is a 2006 American musical television film, um, which was written by Peter Brischini. I don't know how to say his name. It's a very nice name, though. Um, and directed by Kenny Ortega and is the first installment of the High School Musical franchise. Um, and it was released on January 20th, 2006, and has become the most commercially successful Disney Channel original movie, DCOM, ever produced. Um, the U.S. in the U.S. it has generated 7.7 million 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 viewers in its first um, premiere broadcast, and it is also an, an international success. Um, the soundtrack is also successful as it peaked at number one in the United States with Breaking Free reaching number four. Although the film was not very big with critics. All right, that's kind of a good start. Is there anything you want to add to that? Not really. I think you pretty much covered the basic overview of it. Yeah, I'm actually kind of sad that it wasn't very um, well-loved by critics because, in my opinion, it's my favorite Disney Challenge movie. Um, just be, Yeah, I don't know why it wasn't. A lot of people but, love it. Um, to be fair, I think this and High School Musical 2 are tied for me. Okay. Um, the third one is okay. It's not my favorite. I actually, I feel the same way, for sure. Um, I recently watched the third one not too long ago, and it's definitely something I want to talk in a few about in a future podcast. But I just definitely feel like the first one is like really strong. Um, it's just it's just classic, yeah. Yeah, it, like rewatching it today, like I totally forgot, like actually, like what happens. Like I totally forgot, like a lot of the stuff, which actually surprised me because when I was little, this was like my film. I watched this like every day, probably. Mm-hmm. And to me, I just. The one thing I didn't really realize is in the first movie, you don't ever get past the auditions. Like, I totally thought there was a show in there. Oh, wow. Because, like, they only get to, like, the end of the auditions, and then when she gets the part, it's, like, the end, and then they sing We're All in This it's Together. Not, yeah. Which I totally really forgot. I don't know how it went. I know, and I, I don't even really think they talk about it too much in the second movie, to be fair. Like, no, I don't, don't think, like, they, like, talk, like, oh, my gosh, the show is so good. But, um, I don't know. I felt that it was, it was pretty really strong. Show. I think it's the third yeah, because they do the, um, the one where they write, and it's, like, actually about senior year. I love the, I love yep. the, the third one has a good soundtrack, though. I'll give them that. It does. But to, in my opinion, out of the top three, the ranking goes one, two, three. 
I don't know about you. I'm the same way. Yeah, so I'm so glad we're seeing eye to eye. I actually had the second one on top. Yeah, I think um, I did too for a long I, time. I kind of come back to the first one as my favorite. Yeah, um, for a while, mine was the second one. I think up until maybe like about a year ago. And then when I like rewatched them all together and kind of like reacted as like instead of six-year-old me, it was like 14, um, 15-year-old me. And yeah. I felt that the, the first one was better. Um, Just, I don't know, I feel like the plot, it's just like classic, like, Disney Channel, like, if you, like I said this in my top three decom, if you don't know what High School Musical is, or if you've never seen it, you've basically been living under a rock. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And you know, people, a lot of people who even haven't even seen it, like, they know the music. Oh, I don't like those people. That would be a lot, Because. Like, people, people are familiar with it. Yeah, like, you can't, you can't say. Can't like, something like High School Musical, if you don't, if you haven't watched it. Yeah, like you can't say that you've never seen High School Musical, especially like if you're like in the age group of like 13 to 20 years old, like this was most yep. likely your childhood. And exactly. yeah, because this was came out in 2006. It's 2020. It's about 14 years old. Um, Especially because they had so many sequels. I think the last one came out in like 2010 or something. I'm not sure, but, like, that just basically gives you a show of, like, your age group. Um, and I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that um, I was able to grow up with this movie as, like, my favorite. Me too. All right. So, yeah. Um, just so you know, you're kind of a little fuzzy. Um, yeah, so are you. I wonder what's up with that. I have no idea. Um, I, this has never really happened before, but we're just going to kind of go through with it. It's okay. Um, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're fine. It's not your fault. It's okay. It's just the internet, you know, the the yeah. wide world, the world wide web. I guess kind oh, of. It's what? cellular data, yeah. but I don't really know. <laughs> um, Can you like try to move to a spot that might have better Wi-Fi? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Whatever. If it gets really bad, I'm um, I'm kind of in the corner of my room, so maybe like if I get out of the corner, it might be a little bit better. But, okay. I'm going to the center of. All right. I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. All right. So I'm just moving over just a little bit. All right. So um, you viewers have been in for a treat so far. This has definitely been a highlighted episode so far. Um, very off topic, but that's okay. It's, Sorry, it's great. Sorry, catch that. What's that? Um, it's very off topic, but that's okay because that's how all of them are. <laughs> My podcast. It's like it's a conversation with a side of Disney Channel, basically, in my opinion. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. The connection really is not doing too well. Um, can you say that one more time for me, please? I'm sorry. Oh, you're so you're fine. Okay. So basically, I just said that this um this podcast is basically I talk with a bunch of people with a side of Disney Channel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's basically kind of what it is. It's been lately. Like in the beginning, I was really dedicated about it, but now it's just kind of just a fun time. Yeah. All right. So, I guess we can start with the plot, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so basically, um, there is... Oh, I'm on the wrong page here with some summary. Okay. Um, so, it all starts um, in... I'm pretty sure it's, like, Colorado. I'm not really sure. Um, in a, like, um, ski lodge yeah, for karaoke. And they um, meet, uh, well, I shouldn't say they meet, like, it's basically they're forced into singing karaoke, um, which is the song, yeah. <laughs> the start of something new, which I'm sure everyone knows. Even if you haven't seen the movie, you've probably you heard this song. Um, and they're like, oh, when will I see you again? Um, and there's the whole countdown thing, and they trade numbers, which is... It was really cute, honestly, the way they did it when I was rewatching really it. Because they had flip phones back at the, at the time. So um, they, like, she took did. each other's flip phone and, like, took a picture. And it was really funny to me. I don't know why. That was funny to me because um, I guess just basically in today's world, I guess we don't really realize that 14 years ago we didn't really have the technology that we have today. That's really true. Um, and so after that, they're like, oh, when will I see you again? And then Troy's, like, talking, and eventually Gabriella has kind of 
went back to her room and kind of went her separate ways. And he's like, oh, I'll never see her again. Well, <laughs> it's a Disney Channel movie here. Like, that can't be the well, end here, folks. This is like the first time it's a movie. Of course they're going to see each other again. I know. Um, and so um, he goes back to school at East High in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I think. Yep. Um, and she has transferred in because her mom has um, had a job offer or job transfer. And guess what? She has transferred into the same school as Troy. And now, see, that would be good, except for there's Sharpay Evans. And she is like the HBIC to keep it clean on the podcast. But she's basically like the Regina George of musicals. Oh, she she really is. And like also, that is great. Troy, Troy, which kind of creates an issue that whole thing. Yeah, because there is clearly like some romantic tension. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you ha- you can't have high school without romantic tension, honestly. Um. I mean, high school is just. A big mess. You gotta hit on everything. If you're gonna make a musical about high school, you gotta you gotta get it all in there. Oh yes, you definitely do. Um, like I am a freshman this year in um high school. A lot of people know that because I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, but I was like, to be fair, I was kind of like really scared for high school. Um, like because I've seen Aww. Mean Girls, and so like I had that kind of picture. But then I also had like the High School Musical thing in there. Yep. So like. I, it's not that bad. Like, it's okay. Like, right now, as I said, I'm doing online schooling. Um, but it's not that bad, and you just kind of learn to like it after a while. And especially because, like, my school is not doesn't really have a lot of drama, but when it does have drama, it's, like, a lot. So I'm kind of glad that there's, like, not really a sharp pay, I guess. And there's, like, um, I'm part of the theater department at my school, so I definitely kind of relate to, like, sharp pay a little bit on that end because she's, like, she when so, a lot of new people in my school, like, want to try out for theater, like, I want them to. But then, like, also, I know that, like, if they don't get what they want, it's not going to be good, you know, kind of thing. Oh, I'll people like that, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um, as we said, um, Sharpay Evans is kind of like the Regina George. I guess that's the best way to um, keep it, like, clean or just, like, um, very popular girl kind of thing. Yeah. Um, basically, the person that everyone thinks they're going to encounter at some point. And yeah, um, and she definitely does encounter a lot of people throughout this entire movie because, of course, she's okay. Um, yep. So, um, they are doing the musical Twinkle Town, which is a very interesting name. I don't really know why. I guess I never realized that's what the name was called until, like, today. Um, I thought yeah, they I were never, just... Yeah, I never ref- really caught that. And I also really never caught, like, what it was about. I just knew there was singing... Dancing and um, auditions and everything that all happened. Yeah, to me it was kind of like I didn't expect um, because when I thought they said Twinkle Town, like I thought they were just like kind of making fun of like the musical theater world, like Twinkle Town, like haha. That's what I thought too. But I believe that's actually what it was called. That's what I kind of when I rewatched it too. That's like something I picked up on that I never really picked up on before. I don't think I've ever picked up on that. And I was actually, I was in, I was in a play version of High School Musical. Wow. But they did uh, not include the name in it. And we also had no information about what the, uh, what the plot of said musical was. Oh, if you don't mind me asking, what, who, who, who were you in the, um, this play? I was Gabriella. So I'm pretty familiar with Gabriella. And oh my gosh. Play. I feel like I never knew that. That's actually really great. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah, it was a blast. Wow, that is great. Um. So, um. So basically, as we all know, Sharpay is kind of like, um. Why do you want to enter? Why do you want to audition for this musical? Like, this is my territory. Like, back off. Like, get out of my well, way. A little bit of sabotage that ends up happening. And yeah. So basically, kind of goes along with whatever she says. Yeah. Um. I love so, um, yeah, I love Ryan, too. Like, he's such a great, like, okay, that's one thing. I did, when I was watching this, this one thing popped in my head I never really noticed before. But, like, they're auditioning for the two main characters, which are, I think it's, like, Arnold and Minnie or something like that. And yeah. so, Sharpay and Ryan were auditioning for those characters. But I'm pretty sure those characters were lovers. And I'm pretty sure that yeah, Sharpay and Ryan are brother and sister. Yeah, that's a little sketchy. Yeah. 
I mean, depending on like what kind of um role like it is, if it's if like if they have a stage kiss, that'd be something. Or if they were just like playing something, I was just kind of very confused to be honest with you. I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought of that before too, but I kind of really like Sharpay though. I love Sharpay and Ryan, like both of them. Sharpay is such a queen. People don't like them, and I don't understand why. Because like I just think that they're great. No, it drives me nuts. And like also, this being like the third movie, but. There's that whole thing with the scholarship and all that, and she's worked that her entire life, and she's even quite nice later on. Like yeah, she she just, warms up to she's them. Very, she's very driven. She's got she's very she's self-centered. She's very driven, but she's still like a decent person eventually, or like underneath. Um, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree because like a lot of people just kind of like see her as like a bad person, which I don't really right. see why because like. I mean, if you work so really hard for something and, like, someone just kind of um, pops in and just, like, does it so effortlessly, like, I definitely could see where that, like, would cause problems, I guess. Right. Um, so then, um, as I kind of previously mentioned, she doesn't really like that um, Gabriella might be auditioning for the musical. So she tries right. to um, eliminate her. I don't want to say, like, eliminate, but just, like, try not to get her in the competition, I guess, to become, I believe, Minnie. Um, so she, um, has a friend who is Taylor McKessie, who's played by Monique Coleman. Yep. Love her. And basically she, um, tries to figure out a way for Gabriella to not be auditioned for, for the musical. So she tries to sign her up for the Scholastic Decathlon. Yep. And so, and um. also at the same time, Troy's teammates are pushing for him to focus on basketball and only basketball. Yeah, um, which I don't like when people are like that. Because my school is a very sports-oriented school, so there's definitely a lot of people in my school like that. So I definitely hear, like, plenty of all that is just like, oh my gosh, um, sports this, sports that. Like, no offense to sports, because I know oh, there's a lot of people in theater that also play sports, and there's a lot of lovely right. people that play sports. But, like, when you, like, push it super hard to me, like, it gets really annoying. Example, right? What? So we can take Troy for an example for that one. Yes, like, why can't everyone just be like Troy? That's the problem what solved. Well-rounded human being. <laughs> yes, and his parents are nice too. I love his dad, Coach Bolton. Um, and his mom. Like honestly, I totally forgot that his mom was in the movie. His mom's there, but she doesn't do. She doesn't do as much. But she's still very nice. Yeah, she's nice. I like. I totally forgot that she was even a character. To be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Um. I know Gabriella's mom's in there a little. Yeah, she's in there. Um, I feel like I know the actor that actress that played her mom from somewhere, and I really don't know where, but from somewhere, I guess. Um, <laughs> so basically, now, um, as we kind of, oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know this until right now. I didn't know that Sharpay and Ryan were twins. They're twins. I believe so, because this will, I'm kind of like reading like an overall summary, so I can we kind of like branch off in like kind of the order a little bit. But apparently, they're twins. Actually, that doesn't make sense because they both did graduate in the final year. Oh, uh, that doesn't make sense. But, like, also, I, I guess I was just a little slow and never picked that up because... Ooh, wow. Okay, we're learning a lot about Sharpay and Ryan today here, guys. <laughs> it took me a lot. It took me a couple, like, times to watch it even realize that they were siblings. Oh, yeah. That, I, I definitely... Because they don't really mention Ryan's last name. Like, they call, they say Sharpay Evans. They don't really say Ryan Evans because Ryan is just kind of always, like, tagged along with Sharpay. <laughs> Like, and maybe, and it's really clear in the second movie because they're both talking to their parents about stuff, but the first movie, we're, we're all fuzzy. Yeah. I know, because, like, in the second movie, um, it's, like, basically mainly, the first movie really focuses on, like, um, Char- or not Sharpay, um, Gabrielle and Troy's, like, relationship, but then the mm-hmm. second one, you see a lot more of, like, Sharpay because she's, they're at her family's country club, and you see a lot more of, like, Sharpay and Ryan, which right. I enjoy that because um Ryan has a really good song. I believe it's like I don't dance. Oh my gosh. Love I that love number. that song. Um so I just kinda like that it's they It's really ironic because they're dancing on a baseball, they're all dancing on a baseball field. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. That's like why I love the second movie. <laughs> like right there, that song is like it. Yep. Um Oh, so like, I think we just kind of need to talk about this. So, like, if you know the scene that um, where everyone's auditioning, where they have, like, a bunch of people mm-hmm. that are really bad, and then, like, they have Sharpay and Ryan. 
Yeah. That scene is, like, just so funny to me every time. It's so entertaining. They have, like, the one really pitchy girl. They've got the opera girl, which can really sing, and I hope the, she got a part. They've got the opera girl. Yeah, she better have got a part. Like, honestly, that girl could sing. That made me a little annoyed when she was like, maybe the spring musical. Oh, I love how she how says musical. Um, and then the the one that really gets me every time is like the, the guy and the girl that are doing like the interpretive dance. Oh, yeah, they like, start crawling. <laughs> yeah, that was just so funny because like they're like speaking the lyrics. They're like, I couldn't see. And then the other person, I couldn't see. You're always right beside me. Beside it's so me. dramatic and... <laughs> they're like crawling around on the floor they're like kicking their legs they're like just like all over the place it's great like that that's comedy right there it is it really is that is actually i don't know why i just like find that so entertaining and i saw i've seen i think two or three productions of this like in like local theater companies or like school mm-hmm. productions and every time it gets to that scene like the school always does something so unique I believe one time I saw a production I where they, um, there was like, they were like doing gymnastics off of each other and it was super funny. Cause like they were like trying to sing and then like, they were like beside me, I couldn't <laughs> see. And then they're like flipping around. It, to me, it was just so funny. Like every time it gets me and it's just like such a little thing that they like put in there, like in like this giant plot that made me just like, so love it so much, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like definitely just like something that like they didn't like I like maybe they didn't even like intend it to be that funny and like make such a big deal, but like to me every time I watch it it's right. something I look forward to. Yeah. Um and so basically after that, um um Troy and Gabrielle are thinking about auditioning, but they're not really sure what they want to do. And so they walk mm-hmm. in and Sharpay and Ryan are performing and they're like blowing down the house with like their amazing number, dance and everything. And they're like, yep. they don't, they don't That's really have fair. the confidence to step forward and audition. Yep. So Miss Darvis is like, oh, auditions are done. That's it in this wonderful house of the arts or something like that. I just love her vocabulary. Um, that's like one thing that I really love. Is her vocabulary. I, I love her voice. I love her vocabulary. I love it all. I she's just great. Like you have to love her. Um, I love music hal. That's another thing. I think I kind of already mentioned that, but music hal. Music hal. The theater. Uh, love her. Um, Which also brings up a, a rant, question. I'm gonna rant about cell phones at the beginning that I love. Oh my god, that sounds like my mom. <laughs> Mama, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> um, basically, no. Um, the one question I really had, because in the beginning, they're like in a classroom with Miss Darbus, and like it made me think: is so like is that a theater class, and why is Troy and his buds in the theater class? I don't know. I was, I thought about that too, and then I thought, oh, because maybe back then, like I don't know, I used to have like homeroom. Maybe it was like a homeroom. Maybe you? I don't know. I was just kind of like very confused. Like my homeroom teacher at my school is my, the gym teacher, but we're not in the gym. We're in like a separate little room. But like I just kind of maybe that's that that would actually make more sense. Like I was just kind of thinking like if they're in a theater class, like why are they kind of like bashing like this whole theater thing? Because like that was not very nice. Right. Of them. So they're probably they're probably at a study hall theater, not, not theater study hall or something or homeroom. And also kind of sketchy how all of the leads are in the same room. <laughs> oh yeah um yeah that's that's fair i mean but yeah yeah i mean a lot there's a lot of things like really would all these characters actually be here at this one time kind of thing like in all the movies and like any show in general it's just like oh they chose to right. be here out of like a million different places it's like in my homeroom well, there's like a, not a lot of people that you would see in the hall me, so. yeah I don't know. I mean, maybe they'd have a certain amount of screen time, too. That's true, yeah. Because I think there's, like, a couple rules here and there about that kind of stuff. Let's continue. Um, Kind of like with the plot. Um, So we kind of mentioned um, that the auditions were over. We kind of got a little sidetracked. But basically, from there, 
they're um they decide that they want to audition but then miss arbus is like no time is of the essence um right kind of thing and so um they um kind of, they she leaves and then um kelsey who i also really love and kind of like oh, in a so very cute. nice way reminds me of you a little bit i don't oh. know why like maybe just like looks i don't know but she's just so nice and like so sweet and she doesn't really get a lot of um, attention throughout the movie in the first one. But she gets a lot more in, like, the second two, which I really love. She does. And rightfully so. Yes. Also, thank you. I love that character. It's so really sweet. Okay. So, th- I'm glad. Okay. Um, so, then she kind of, like, in um, um, slips and drops her papers. And so, Troy yes. and Gabriella go and pick them up. And Troy's like, oh, are you, like, the playmaker, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So he's like making an analogy to like um, using like basketball and theater, which is really nice that like, he's making a comparison that um, is useful. Um, and he's mm-hmm. just like being nice. He's just being like a, a well-rounded person. He's genuine. He's genuine. Yeah. And then he, they're like, oh, you want to sing through some, or she's like, you want to sing through some stuff or something like that along that line. And so they sing through the song and they like do really good. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. But then also, um, which also reminded me when I was rewatching this, that Zac Efron did not actually sing in this movie. I know. Which makes me I really mean, sad. I saw, <laughs> video, I saw a video, and he's been, like, it was the one guy who sings it, and he sang it, and it was beautiful, but it's not him. I know. It's like, but he does sing in the second two. That's good. Because I think what happened is, so I'm actually reading this off of a source online. That says that um, um, the music was written for a tenor, but he's a baritone. Oh, oh interesting. So his voice was, um, what he was played by Drew Seeley, who you might know from, like, yep. um, lots of Disney Channel-like songs, lots of albums. Uh, he, um, I think he played um, the uh, Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid on Broadway. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if you know Drew Seeley, um, you and you, I was when I found that out. Like I was really sad, but then I was really happy to know that he did the singing in the second movie. Well, I mean, yeah, I was really happy that he did it. It's good for the Drew guy because probably really took it. Probably really kept his career going. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Oh, I said they probably like boosted his career, like kind of like gave him a start. Right. It's a nice thing to have on your resume. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was the voice of Zac Efron. Like, if imagine if you Whoa, could say I that. I would hire you. <laughs> yeah. That lo- that probably looks really good. Um, on his resume. So then, um, oh, um, then I'm not really sure because like it doesn't really show if like she actually stayed to hear them sing. But then she's like, "Oh, you have a callback," which is like really crazy. <laughs> and then the best part of this whole movie is like after this audition. Um, in my opinion, oh, yeah. um, she goes, a callback. It's like a loud voice over and she's in the cafeteria and then it starts the, um, song stick to the status quo, which is like my all time favorite song from the first movie. I think it's such a good song and it's like such like a show stopper number. Like they're dancing on tables. They're dancing around tables, you all the different cameos, like all these different people from different groups. Yeah. Which I, I really like if, I don't know if you've ever heard mean girls, the musical, I have. Um, it kind of reminds me of the song Where Do You Belong. If you know that song. It kind of reminds me of the song Where Do You Belong. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, so I really like that. And also, I'm not, I never remember her name. Um, it's the girl that, um, likes to pop and lock. Oh, yes. Um, I don't remember her name either, but she, um... (sighs) She's cool. I like her. I just love her attitude. I like her attitude, too. And then there's a scary guy who likes the cello. Um, yeah. Um, her name is Martha Cox. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. I, I, I used to get her and, um, Taylor McKessie mixed up mm. when I was younger. Like, the names. Like, I would know who they were. I just would, um, mess up the names. Um, and so basically, and then, um, Zeke likes to bake. That's, that's I love me. He's such a great guy. 
Um, and then um, the one part that really gets me every time is like the creme brulee, creme, creme brulee yeah. part um, where he's like, um, oh, it's made out of like a custard and it's and it's golden brown. And it's so satisfying. And it's just, I just love him. Think, oh, think at the end makes me so happy. I know. I just love everyone's energy at the end. Even like Sharpay, because like you kind of like see her come together with everyone. I mean, just for not just for dancing purposes and for yeah. like finale purposes. And she's nice to Zeke. It's nice because she was mean to Zeke earlier, and Zeke didn't deserve that. Yeah, because he had, <laughs> he clearly had like a really big crush on her. Um, throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie. Um, they kind of, kind of developed that into something, but they didn't. We don't need to be trying to make sense. Yeah, we don't want too many relationships, but I guess I would have liked to see it. Totally. Um, so, um, after that, um, they kind of like, oh my gosh, we need to stop all these weird things from happening. What are we going to do? So, um, Taylor McKessie and Chad, um, basically want to get, um, them away from the musical on them being Troy and Gabriella. Um, and so they're like, what can we do? Um, so they're like, try to figure out if they, they can like move the decathlon, the auditions or something so that they couldn't make it. Um, which is not nice because, um, they, the entire time I just felt very, um, that they did not need to, um, do that, um, for their own sake, I guess, um, to help their friends, like get out of something that they love. Cause like, if they were really friends, they wouldn't really do that. They wouldn't have done. I, I agree. Like, um, Troy and Gabrielle, you guys kind of need to get some new friends. But in the end, they all, um, in, like, the second two movies, and, like, even towards, like, almost the end, like, they kind of, like, just finally realize, like, they need to be nice to one each other, and, like, this is something that can be fun. I, yeah, totally, and, like, don't stick to the status quo. There's so many, there's so many good messages in High School Musical. Yes, I mean, that's why it's so iconic, I guess. Right. Um, all right. Um, the whole, there's the whole interview and like the changing room of the basketball area or whatever, and they have the camera on him. Oh, I don't like that scene. Yeah, and it just and makes me so sad. It's just because, like, they didn't need to do that, and like, they got him to like. I know that, like, once you get to a certain point of, like, anger, like, you just say things that you really don't mean, like, out of, like, out of context. And just to get him to stop talking and stop bothering him. Yeah, like, and so basically, um, they record that, and, um, Gabrielle sees that, as um, Mia said, and, um, she sings a lovely song in the hallway and, like, walks past him, which is, um, the song When There Was Me and You. It's a very good ballad song. Oh, solid ballad, yeah. I love ballads. (laughs) Um... So then after that, they kind of like have a little bit of a rough patch in the relationship and he goes over to Gabriella's house and the mom's like, um, oh, hey, Troy, or something like that. Um, and then Gabriella's like, no, I'm not here. And like, I don't like when movies do that and movie shows are like, oh, Sam, not here. Because like, clearly they know you're there. Kind of thing. Right. Um, and then he goes up to her, like her deck somehow, climbs up. Not really sure how. I'm pretty I still don't know where he, how he knew where she lived and how he thought it would be good to climb up and stuff, but... Kind of creepy. Maybe, like, off... Well, creepy. Maybe, like, off camera, like, or maybe off the storyline, he went over to her house previously, because even the mom knew who he was. That's true. So, I don't know. Maybe, like, Disney, is there something you're not telling us here? But then, like, there's also a lot of, like, things in movies, like, where deleted scenes happen. So maybe it was just, like, something that didn't make in the final cut, I guess. That's true. That's true. Um, so then, um, they finally come back together and they're, they're like, okay, we're going to audition for this musical. And so, but then they, um, yeah, celebrate. Like, this is a very pivotal moment, I guess you could say, of the movie. Because then... Sharpay is like, oh, Miss Darbus, we have to move the auditions. We have to move the auditions, basically, so that Trey and Gabriella won't be able to get the part because they overhear them singing in the hallway with Kelsey. And she's like, they know they're going to get. Yeah. And Sharpay is like, I I just can't. She's like, just can't handle it kind of thing. You know what I mean? So she's like, we're going to move the auditions, which is not very good um, on Sharpay and 
not Sharpay, um, Gabrielle and Troy's part. Because they move it to the day of the day of the big basketball game and the Scholastic Decathlon. Um, so then, they, um, in the end, like, kind of, like, skipping just a little bit of stuff here, um, they, um, mess with the power in the gym, causing a, like, blackout, so they have to evacuate and stop the game, and they cause a, um, smelly chemical reaction for the decathlon, um, that Mm kind of puts a pause on that, and they rush to the auditorium, just as Sharpay and Ryan are finishing their song, Bop to the Top. One of my all-time favorite songs as well. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, I was actually going to do that for a talent show with some of my friends. Yeah, like, um, the one thing that really bothered me, though, is because I love the song so much. When it, I don't know if you know, but in the movie, they, like, cut it up in different portions and, like, insert different scenes in the middle of it. Oh, I do know that, yeah. And it just kind of really bothered me, like, the entire time, because I was, like, singing along. I was really getting into it. It deserves the full attention. I know. And then the weird thing is, like, it's the same. Like, there's no time passing in between the clips while they're still Mm -hmm. singing. So it's really confusing. Um, But, like, I mean, it's Disney. Like, it's not supposed to make sense. Like, most of the kids are watching this. Like, I'm just a 15-year-old that looks really deep into these kind of things and does a podcast about them, pretty much. (laughs) Cool, Um, though. Yes. Um, so then they, um, didn't make it really on time, I don't believe, and so, um, but they still perform, and the whole gym and everyone from the, um, Scholastic Decathlon come on in, and they listen to Troy and Gabriella sing, which is kind of really weird, because it's only on an audition, but it really yeah, gives them it's the not power. Even, it's not even the show, and I think that's what confused me, too, because I'm like, this isn't a show, this is just an audition, why is everybody watching their audition? I would not. I would not be comfortable with that. Oh, I would not. Like, um, right now, my musical is kind of up in the air with, like, the recent events. But, like, for my audition, right. it was really rough. Um, So, if everyone saw me do that, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> um, that would not be something I'd be enjoying. I would, I'd be like, you know, um, probably too well. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, look at the time. Um, I'm late to, you know, go back to the classic decathlon that's not happening right now. <laughs> Yeah, um, so basically then, um, they sing Breaking Free, another one of the iconic songs that you probably know, even if you haven't seen the movie. Right. And, um, the best part of this song is when everyone starts clapping, and Miss Darbus, like, throws her book and, like, does that weird clap. I love her clap so much. Like, you know, the part I'm talking about where she just kind of, like, throws, and, like, her hands, like, bend. She throws the clipboard, and it's very, like, dramatic, Flourishes her hand and oh, love that! I, like, I can picture it vividly in my mind. Yeah, I um, I totally forgot about that. Even though it's like one of my favorite things, like I totally forgot that that actually happened in the movie. And so when I saw that, like it just made me laugh so hard because it's just like another one of those things that like they probably didn't like intend to be like super funny, but just like it's something you remember, you know? Yeah, it's she's quite iconic, and she doesn't uh, like the she doesn't always get all the recognition. When she does, it's for good reason. Oh, absolutely. She's such a well-developed character, honestly. I know, and I don't know if you've seen the Disney Plus um, High School Musical, the musical show. Um, a little bit. Um, so they're actually the girl that's in the show um, that plays Miss Starbus. I think it's been a while since I watched it. I think her name's Ashlyn. But in that show, they actually wrote in a song for Miss Darbus all by herself. <gasps> That's cool. I don't know if you've heard the song Wondering from High School Musical, the musical, the series. I haven't. Um, well, if you look it up, that's like her, that's her ballad where she's like contemplating her life choices. So yeah, definitely. I was kind of like excited because like, I actually kind of wish that they would have given um, Miss Starbus a song. Yeah. Because like, if they wouldn't have put that in the series. High School Kids so much drama happening and mm-hmm. honestly teachers pick up on a lot more than they let on to oh my gosh yes my french really teacher bad. um actually listens to the podcast and madame yeah. i'm just gonna say if you keep winking at me i know what you're doing <laughs> basically <laughs> she's just kind of like making it look like i have a crush on someone in the class honestly and it's actually really funny um she's kind of kind of gives that wink you know like that teacher wink like Oh, I, I see you. I have a teacher that my Latin teacher does that. 
And oh my gosh, no. Madame, if you're listening, bonjour, and I hope you're well. Um, but that's just so funny because I know every time she does it, it's like, it kind of reminds me of like Miss Darbus a little bit because that's something Miss Darbus has like done throughout the movie. She kind of like lets on to like little things here and there. Yeah. With Even with all the cell phones at the beginning. On, like right under her nose. She sees it all. She hears it all. And she's running this musical. So. Yeah. I mean, she is the drama teacher, pun intended. <laughs> Uh, I hate myself for that one, but it's okay. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. I may be worse sometimes, but they're so bad that they're good. Yeah. Um. So then after that, they get the lead roles. Yay! She's clapping along, excited for them. And Sharpay and Ryan have become the understudies. Um. Mhm. I, I mean, understudies are still fun. Love understudies. They're such amazing people. Um. And so. Um, from that, um, they go into probably, I don't know, I would say the most iconic song, but one of the most iconic high school musical songs of the whole franchise, um, we're all in this together. Yep. And I know, I love the dance. Like I know the dance, like, and I haven't even really been in a production of it. I just like, just from watching, it's like memories. I feel like everyone at some point in their life has sat down, put the dance up, at least any like high school musical fan, and Try to learn it or follow along. I mean, if you haven't, like... You're missing out. Yeah, um, I mean, right now, there's... A, I don't know if you're on TikTok. Um, but the actual, um, Sharp... The girl who plays Sharpay, Ashley Tisdale... Oh, I saw that! Um, did it, and then... And then, and then the guy who played the coach did it, exactly, like, Zach, I brought up Troy, Dad, and did it, and then I think the girl who played... Gabriella did I know, it. I Vanessa Hudgens did one, too. I know that. And then I feel like there was someone else. Um, was there someone else? I think the, both of the... I think Martha Cox and Taylor McNessie has done it so far. Okay. Um, which is super cool, because it's like... um, They recently actually celebrated, like, the 10-year anniversary almost five years ago already. Um, That's really crazy. Aww. Um, But they all got together and, like, did, like, scenes or, like, little um clips, and it was super cute. Because, like, they spent, like, a ton of their lives together, like, as they a group really for this movie. So, like, even, like, shows, like, even, I know there's, like, a lot of drama sometimes in between shows, but, like, the cast eventually still loves each other just because they spent, like, so much time with each other. And it's just, like, it was, like, their family for a while. Yeah, it's like when you think of, like, Harry Potter. Those kids grew up together. I know. That's so crazy. I um I love the Harry Potter movies. Um, I've read the books, too. I'm not, like, a super big fan. I love the books. I'm just not, like... A diehard fan kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I actually talked about this um with Ashley um on the podcast because she said her fun fact um you guys haven't heard this yet so there's a little bit of a spoiler but her fun fact is that she loves Harry Potter um and fun fact I read the Harry Potter books in the second grade. I read them in third grade. You have me beat. I know. I I actually my teacher is actually I don't think she listens to this but she still is a good friend. She um was like. Matthew, are you sure those are good for you? Those are a little bit for older kids, but, like, I was always that one kid in the class that was, like, always reading and, like, always, like, learning stuff, and yeah. I was always, like, ahead of the class kind of thing. No, well, I love I the Harry Potter books. When I was in third grade, and so I had a whole summer where I had nothing to do, and I got all the Harry Potter books, and I sat down, and I read the Harry Potter books. Wow. That was actually really great. Um, Good for you. Um, actually, I kind of did this podcast out of order, but that's okay, because usually I talk about the characters and then the plot, so I guess we can kind of talk about the characters a little bit, because we didn't really talk a bunch of them about all of them, but no, we, didn't. we can talk about them, because why not, right? Right. All right, so the main characters, I should say, it's not really the main character, um, Zach Efron, who plays Troy Bolton, who is, in the end, Gabriella's boyfriend, and is, like, the popular male student at East High School. Um, he is the captain of the varsity basketball team as a junior. And, yeah. Um, his dad's a coach. I love his dad, too. I follow his da- the guy that played his dad on Instagram. He's super cool. I probably should. I, I don't. I, I think it's just Bart guy. Johnston. Or Johnson, I should say. Sorry. So, um, that's another tip. Um, a lot of the, um, the dad, he does a lot of stuff with High School Musical. So, like, um, on his TikTok, I think he's done some stuff and on Instagram. So, little awesome. fan tidbit for you guys. Um, so, I really like him. Um, I do, I was a little frustrated with him 
um the first time I watched it because I remember him being like yeah um Gabriella is just for show or something like that um and that that was not good um but then when he realized like he was just kind of angry and it's just kind of did he didn't really mean that kind of stuff that made me feel better about him overall I kind of I enjoyed him and I'm kind of glad that he's in the musicals now and he's embracing his talent yeah good for him um do you have like anything specific to say about him about, not, not that he's specific, I mean, you say that's totally about him, but. Yeah, um, everyone knows Troy Bolton, like, I love him. Well, like we said earlier, Troy Bolton is well-rounded, at least by the end of the first movie. Mm-hmm. He, um, I mean, later on, he still kind of struggles with the second movie a little more, like, do I sing, do I sport, do I sing, do I sport, <laughs> sports now of old apparently but overall he's just trying to figure out what he wants to do and i think that's cool and it's a good message to take away yeah um then we have vanessa hudgens who plays gabrielle montez who um is choice girlfriend at the end um she's a transfer student and she joins the scholastic decathlon team even though she was kind of not going to go going to at first but then she um, eventually does and is really smart and super cool. Um, and she meets um, Troy at a New Year's party. That's about it. Um, I really like yeah. her. She's super nice and like super like calm. And I, she's, she's just so smart. I love I love girls that are smart and like they actually acknowledge it. Like some people that are super smart, like, oh, it's like not something I'm really like. It's not. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. But like she's like super excited that she can like use this to like help her school win and stuff. Yeah, it's it's cute, and she did all the stuff at her old school with with everything, and eventually I think Sharpay and Ryan like track that down and print it out, and that's how people that's how the people figure out that like um like Taylor and all that. She's like, oh, we need to recruit her for this because she's fun, she's all this amazing stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and so then solid background, solid character, and she's she's so nice. Yeah, she's just, like, another character that you just have to love. Right. Um, And then we have Lucas Grabel, who plays Brian Evans, which apparently I learned today is Sharpay's twin brother and a member of the drama club. He um, basically is a little sidekick to his sister and is always, like, on her shoulder, basically, not literally, figuratively. He deserves more. He deserves more. Yeah, in the second and third movie, he definitely gets a lot more. Um, But in the um, the first one, he's definitely very left out, and I don't like that. So, bad writers, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, he's just one I really love, and um, I think... I'm not sure if this is actually revealed, or I'm just imagining this, but I'm pretty sure... Didn't Kelsey have a crush on him? Sorry, I cut out for a second there. What'd you say? Um, I'm not sure like if it's just I'm imagining this, Um, but did Kelsey and him date? Oh... That's familiar for me, too, actually. I, I kind of remember... Or, like, may possibly that. like each other. I don't know. It's there just something was, that I have in the back of my mind. There was a little that, bit of chemistry at one point. I don't know if it was the, was it the second movie, maybe? Maybe, yeah. The second, there was a lot of ha- stuff happening in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Um, right. I'm going to have to figure that out. Um, but well, next... I feel like I have to look into that one, yeah. Yeah, but next we have... Every mostly everyone's favorite character, even if you kind of hate her at some point, Sharpay Evans, who's played by Ashley Tisdale, um, who, um, as I said, we learned today is Ryan's twin sister, and is an energetic, energetic and proud student. With her for her love of theater, she enjoys being everyone's center of attention. Um, um, has a little bit of a crush, maybe a big crush on Troy, and does not like Gabriella. It's very mean, and unlike Ryan. Um, who um, Ryan just has kind of like a nice little soul there, and um, Zeke has a crush on her. That's kind of what. Yes, he does. I gathered. Um, like I said, I love her. She has great songs. Ashley Tisdale is just great. Like, um, I also had this um with Ashley because these movies are pretty par. Willie Fontaine and High School Musical are pretty parallel, I guess, for some reason. Um, but um, Ashley Tisdale played four characters at one point. For Disney Channel, so that's like really great for her, and she still played. She's so Sharpay. talented, and they all they were really they were really different too. 
Because mm-hmm. she uh, played that one girl. She played. She, she was in Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. And she did this, and they're, like, totally opposite. And I think she, um, at this one time, I don't know if, it might have been towards the end of the third movie, she also, um, was playing Candace on Phineas and Ferb. Yes. So good. Love her. And I love all of her songs, Bop to the Top, in particular. Ooh, I like how she has the, I, I Want It All. It's I Want It All and Fabulous are really good, too. All of her songs are great. She's just got a, she's just, she's got, like, one really power song, like, powerful Regina George song in every movie and it's mm-hmm. pretty great. Oh, I also like this one. I don't know. I don't know if it, I think it might be a might have been a cut song from the second one. It's like called the Huma Huma thing or whatever. Yeah, the fish song. I don't know. Just, I don't know how to say the full thing, but let's we'll call it the fish song. Pretty sure the name is just the chorus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um I love her. Like I said, I'm just going to stop repeating myself. Um, she's just great. I could write a whole essay on why Sharpay Evans is fabulous. Oh, yeah, me like too. Definitely. Like, that's a great, that's your thesis statement right there. Sharpay Evans is fabulous. Pun intended. <laughs> um, and so next we have Chad Danforth, who is played by Corbin Blue, who is one of Troy's very good friends, Um, is, I believe, dating... At the end, Taylor McKessie, very good friends with Jason and Zeke. He is one of the people that really likes to stick with the status quo and thinks that no one should break out of the status quo. Um, But then he ends up kind of like breaking out of his own status quo and dating um, Taylor, I guess. Good for him. And he's Troy's best friend and he ends up helping them at the end of the first movie. Yeah, I love him. Like, actually, I, 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 I did kind of have a love-hate relationship for a while because I just didn't like the way that he, like, um, talked down at Troy and Gabriella. Um, but I definitely think that, um, towards the end, he just kind of, just kind of thinks that it's better if you kind of just break out and have a little fun. Yeah, he has some serious character development. Yeah. I'm just skipping to, I believe, the third movie, but that one song he has with Troy, the boys are back song. I love that. <laughs> I love all the songs in High School Musical. They're pretty much the franchise. There's a reason to appreciate every single one of those songs. Yes. For different reasons. It's so hard to pick a favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely, I have, like, top ones. I don't think I have, like, a specific favorite, because they're all just great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Taylor McKessie, who's played by Monique Coleman, and she is Gabriella's friend and Chad's love interest, um, possibly dating at the end, I think. Um, and she is the captain of the school's um, Scholastic Decathlon. And does not like the basketball players and cheerleaders. And she thinks that they are stupid and airheads. She does indeed. Um, I think one of the, the funniest um, lines, I don't know if it was in this or something else I watched today. Because I also watched a lot of I Didn't Do It Today. Because um, that was my all-time favorite Disney Channel show. Aww. And they put that on Disney Plus today. So I've been watching that a lot today. But at some point, in either this or that, um, there's just a funny remark um, about like, the smell of boys, and that might have been Taylor McKessie. So it um, might have been. She talks about that, and then she talks about the cheerleaders and the nails. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Oh my god, isn't Trey so hot?" And then she goes and talks, and like, and she's like, "He didn't." Oh, I like, love that part. It's just so she's funny. Like, she's like, "Just ask him about their nails," and she's like, "Oh, mine are mine are history." And she's like, "Me too." <laughs> and that's kind of their first bonding moment over nail beds. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like just find like um um. Martha Cox, you don't really see much of her in this movie, um, played by Casey Stroh. No. Um, but she does um, have a lot more development towards the end, I guess is the best way to say mm-hmm. it. Um, or like the end of the franchise. Um, she um, was actually in the High School Musical series for a cameo. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I like her. I just love her attitude. And I, um, I, the one thing that really sticks out to me from her is pop and lock. Just like that whole thing. <laughs> And they all like, kind of like scoot away from her, and it's just really funny. Like, so funny. She's so positive. She has she has so much energy. Yeah. Great. Um. Then we have Zeke Baylor, who we talked about. We love both love Zeke because why not? He's just such a great guy. Um. Who is a friend of Troy and Chad and is on the basketball team, and he enjoys baking, and um has a little bit of a crush on Sharpay or a big crush. I'm not really sure. To be honest yeah. with you, but he's just great. Like he's just like such a little pure soul. 
He's a pure little soul. I just love him. I don't know. I just like, he has like such a nice attitude towards everyone and everything kind of thing. Oh, he's, oh. Zeke's just great. That's another essay I have to Oh, yeah. I honestly, I kind of am inspired for, actually, I do have to write an essay um for my history class. So maybe this will give me some inspiration, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the history of Zeke throughout the yeah um actually my history teacher might be listening to this hey, hello um hello how are you i hope you're enjoying this um I, a lot of my teachers actually listen to the podcast that's really that's cool so sweet. Uh, also today um it might be a little bit past by the time this is posted but i hit 1000 plays on my podcast so that's super cool congrats thank you oh, yeah, this morning. Oh, so excited again here. yeah why not um and then the last one i think i'm going to talk about is um, another personal favorite, Miss Darbus, who is the drama teacher at um, East High, who is played by Allison Ooh. Reed. I don't think I said that out loud. Um, she does not like sports or cell phones, and she takes her job very seriously, um, especially the musicals. Um, she can mm-hmm. be very overdramatic and definitely does not like Coach Bolton and the yeah, whole sports thing. They definitely have, like, a hate relationship, and I think even the principal, who I totally forgot existed, to be honest with you, um, he um, was like, yeah, you guys have been <laughs> clashing ever since you guys have came to the school, or something like that. So they've always mm-hmm. kind of had, like, a little rivalry there over sports, maybe Troy, I don't know. But I just... Well, they're arguing over it, because she helped her in his son's detention, and in a, um, I believe this principal is like, alright, whatever, you guys, figure it out, and then he shoots back, and like, so, that's the team. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I just kind of love that um, Miss Darby's, like, as I said, and that clap. It's oh, just great. Musical. Um, oh, oh, I did Um, I did take very little notes. I don't know where my note sheet went that I had. Um, I was writing a lot of Mrs. Darvis's lines down that I really enjoyed. Um, and I think one of them was, like, a cornucopia of the arts. Oh, I remember that one. Um, yeah. That's a good one. And then I think she calls the theater, like, the house... Of the fine arts or something like that. I don't know. It was just a lot of her lines are just like super exaggerated and like super great. Like we should make a dictionary of Starbus vocabulary. We should. Um I also have merch um for the podcast now, so maybe I'll like do a Miss Starbus shirt. <gasps> Whoa. I don't know. I'm gonna have to work on that tonight. Miss Starbus fan club. Yes. Yeah, I need to get some of that merch. Oh my gosh. The, the, um, I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the episode, but this is actually my anniversary week. Um, I'm posting an episode every single day. This is coming out on Monday, so um, hope you guys are excited for a lot more content this week. But, hey guys. Hello. Um, um, that's about it. Now, I'm going to ask um, two more questions, and I think we're going to be kind of done if that's okay with you. That's cool with me, yeah. Alright, so my one question is definitely going to be hard for me, and I, hope, I think it's probably going to be hard for you. But if you could pick one song from this entire movie, what would be your favorite of this movie of this movie okay that's good we i can i can figure it out from this movie yeah so when i was a kid for some reason i always loved get your head in the game oh that's a good one that's a good one but i think for this one it's not going to be free it's not going to be valid i mean breaking free is beautiful it's amazing but i really have to say stick to the status quo yeah. All right. For there's me. There's so much that happens during it, and there's so many characters and cameos. It's such a good song. even when you're watching it, the dance number, it's, it's all Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, for me, um, I think if you asked six-year-old Matthew, he probably would have responded, bop to the top, or we're all in this together. Um, yep. <laughs> but now, Matthew would probably say the same as Mia Six to the task quo because it's just like such a great number it's just like there's so much going on and it's just it has a very good message like um six to the sa- like you don't need to stick to the status quo even though it says that you should stick to the status quo like it's kind of like we an all, overall message to not stick to the status quo you kind of get where i'm going like it tells us to stick to the status quo but we don't need to kind but, of thing yeah it's like just opposing itself fancy word sorry um <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good word mia ha- I love your vocabulary throughout this entire episode, just saying. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, well, I mean, there's all these people standing up and being like, I love this. And they're like, sit down. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like 
I mean, even though they're, even though, like you said, they're saying it, it doesn't mean that we're actually supposed to do it. And I feel like when you're watching it, you're kind of mad at everybody who's not, who's saying six is that Yeah. And the message is definitely received. I guess I do have another question that has to pertain to the six of the status quo. If you could pick one verse of the people, like the cello, the um, pop and lock, or the baking, which one do you think is your favorite? Hmm. Cello one's funny. I oh yeah, the cello one because the one part that sticks to me is like he's like, do you have to wear a co- do you have to wear a costume? Yes. And then he's like God, suit man. and tie. <laughs> Just like that, that one's funny. Um, the Zeke one's important, and I love Zeke, but I might have to be the Martha one. Yeah, one. I like to <laughs> pop and lock. <laughs> That's great. I love that one. It's great. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, I think the cello one, as as you said, is really funny, and definitely, um, I like the the commentary. Um, the Zeke one is just super funny because I just love Zeke and just like adore him. Yep. Um, but he's I got do. A big goofy grin. He's so proud of himself. It's amazing. I know. I mean, I made cookies the other day, and that was a pretty big feat for me. Because <laughs> I'm not a baker it. person. Um, I love but I think I do have to agree with you again on that one, and that has to be the just um, Martha Cox, like the pop and lock thing. It's just mm-hmm. great. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's just it's definitely a message because like a lot of people like. Like, in a nice way, like, a lot of people don't really acknowledge dance as often as they probably should, because, like, a lot of people are like, oh, that's not a sport, but, like... It's a sport. It's, it's, it's a sport. There's so much that goes into dancing. There, it's just, there's just so much going on, like, you can't, like, not love it. Like, dancing, and just, like... I know dancing, too. Oh, my God. I was... Whew. <laughs> that was exhausting. Oh, that definitely was exhausting. Like, um, I actually am really looking forward to camp, and, like, to me, my biggest fear is, like, um... One canceling that I said that on the podcast with Ashley, but my biggest thing is um, I hope I don't get put with a choreographer that like moves so fast because like some of the some of the dances like your dance was really like way a step up from mine. Yeah, you can ask Ashley. I um, moved bed and remember it and figure it out because I, I could not keep up at first. Oh yeah, me and Brandon. Um, Brandon, if you're listening to this, hello. Um, but me and Brandon actually stayed up hours, hours at night. Even ours were real, weren't that hard. It's just like you just feel like the need to be perfect, and like that kind of goes in with the message of this movie. Like everyone kind of feels the need to be perfect and like fit in with everyone else, but you really don't have to. No, you don't. You're your own person. You can make mistakes. It's okay. It is okay. Um, you can make mistakes and move on, be a better person, and learn from them. Woo! High School Musical. Yeah. All right, final question here. I usually ask this at every at the end of every podcast episode, unless it's like a super current topic um, that we're talking about. But if this movie premiered like today on Disney Channel, do you think it would still have the same success or like be able to survive on like today's world? Mm-hmm. That's a tough question. That is a very. I agree. It's a, it's a tough question, but it gets so people thinking. I, I love it so much that I I would say yes. But then I think about, like, all the undertones that we have in our, like, her current stuff. hmm I don't know. I don't know. Like, I always kind of, like, think, I like, I love it so much because I grew up with it. But, like, if... Me too. If 15-year-old me were to see this right now, like, would I enjoy it that much? Like, that's the question. Like, that you know makes what? me thinking about it. I bet it. you if they come in, like, a couple little tweaks here and there, just, like, pop culture-wise. Yeah. Phone-wise. Mm-hmm. Since it's got, it's kind of got that almost timeless high school stereotype thing going for it. Yeah, because I, it's, it's all the same. Like all, work. all of the stuff applies pretty much. It does, and so I think it would, I think it would still work. Me so too. I do have to agree. I think on my end, I don't think I would have as much of a connection as I have to it now. Right. But I would still definitely enjoy it, and I definitely think that it's still one would be like one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, this is usually where I wrap it up. Um, so I want to thank um you guys for listening. Um, make sure to um if you guys want to hear more about like the Disney ch- um not Disney Channel, the High School Musical franchise. Like, if you want me to cover High School Musical two or three, let me know on my Instagram at that so Matthew or email me at that so Matthew podcast at gmail I have a website you can go to. Um, you should check that out. You can access that through my Instagram bio. Um, I have merch. Um. 
I'm using the site called Bonfire. Um, just so you guys are, if you want to go on that, or you can find that link through my website as well. Um, thank you so much, Mia, for coming on. Thanks for inviting me on. This is awesome. Yes, and we finally re-recorded it, so I'm super happy and super excited about that. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, do you have like anything you want to plug? Like, um, I don't know, of yourself. <laughs> myself yeah really. I mean, this is this is super fun i'm gonna say that uh and i guess to the people listening like keep listening to these these are awesome matthew has an amazing job with all of this thank he's you just a phenomenal he's just a lovely human being and thank you stop you're making me blush <laughs> <laughs> and the message we can pull from high school musical don't stick to the status quo Yes, um, even though there's a whole song about that you should stay success quo, don't listen to the song, even though it's so good, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, I think that's about it, once again, thank you guys so much for listening, I hope you guys have a great day, um, like I said, this is my anniversary week, there's new episodes coming every single day, tomorrow you can listen to me talk about, um, me watching I Didn't Do It, my favorite Disney Channel series, six years later, is it still that great, what do I think about it, and that's just a short little bonus episode coming at you guys, Tomorrow on Wednesday, you guys can hear Ashley, which we talked about a lot in this episode. So hopefully Ashley listens to this. Um, and we talked about this really fun deck, so you guys should definitely listen to that one. On Thursday, um, I'm going to be talking about Teen Beach Movie with my friend Sarah. I love that movie. It's so great. Um, can't wait to talk about it. I've been listening to the soundtrack all day um, in between my classes, slash during my classes. Um, teachers, apologize. Um, and then the last one, um, on Friday is going to be an episode um, inspired my, by my friends at Dear Me Love Me podcast um, that kind of helped me get off the ground um, recently where they write letters to their past selves. So I'm actually going to do that as well um, before I started the podcast um, as like my one year anniversary because on Friday it is my official one year anniversary. Um, and actually a lot of past guests are going to be on the episode a little bit here with a little bit of a voice message. Um, so Anyone that was on the podcast leading up to the episode has a chance to do that. So, me, I'll actually send you the link as soon as we're done with this to send in a voice message. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope, Mia, you had a um, fun time. I've rambled on this conclusion forever. So, just have a great day, and I'll see you guys soon. Um, bye. <laughs>